everybody and welcome to the Deadhead Cannabis Show. Jim Marty reporting from very warm 92 degree Longmont, Colorado. I've got my partner up in Chicago. Hi Larry. Jim, how you doing today? It's uh, also very sunny and warm here. We had to finally turn on the uh, air conditioner in our house, um, which uh, while disappointing not to have the fresh air blowing through is Certainly an indicative sign that uh, summer is here and uh, very nice. Uh, looking forward to being able to get outside and move around a little bit. Uh, it's funny you should mention that. We've had to switch our from heat to air conditioning three or four times so far this spring. Oh, wow. Okay. And believe it or not, even though it was 92 here yesterday, I was skiing and I went over Loveland Pass at uh, about... 12,000 feet. It was 37 degrees, and at the top of the chairlift in Arapahoe Basin, it was a mixture of snow and rain. So that's crazy out there. My yeah. my last ski day. Okay. Well, that was the only ski area in in the northern hemisphere that's open, at least in North America. So I had a little bit of a historic ski run yesterday. Wonderful. Good. That's a great place to be. It's a great place to be. Well, um, I know there's a lot going on in the world and we've always got a lot to talk about, but uh, I think that we would be remiss if we didn't start off by noting uh, for our listeners that uh, today marks uh, the one year anniversary for the Deadhead Cannabis Show, which is uh, no small achievement. Uh, so uh, let me start off by saying happy anniversary and uh, just take a quick moment, Jim, to uh, certainly thank you. It's been a pleasure working with you this past year. You bring a lot of knowledge and uh, 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 good facts and fun figures to the table um, on a regular basis. And of course, uh, we have to make sure that we uh, give a little bit of thanks to our uh, producer slash director slash creator slash uh, pretty much everything else, marketing guru, you name it, he does it. Um, and we're very, very lucky uh, to have Dan Humiston as our producer and get this all set up for us. He makes it easy. Uh, so Dan, thank you. So yeah, Jim, it, quite an accomplishment if you would have told me that uh, I could do this for a whole year, sit around yeah. and talk about marijuana and the Grateful Dead with somebody else who likes to talk about it. I wouldn't have believed it. Yes, uh, it's been a good year. I've really enjoyed doing the shows with you, Larry. Thank you. Uh, we've In this year, we've done over 50 shows, I believe. So we've been That's correct. On our content. Um, a lot has happened in the last year, in the last two or three weeks, and uh but uh, maybe before we move on and talk about current events, th who has passed away in the last year? Uh, Music-wise? Yeah, Greg Almond, right? Uh, we lost Greg, correct. I mean, you know, for purposes of this show, at the very top, I'd put Robert Hunter. Um, uh, but certainly we lost, uh, we lost Greg Almond. We lost Robert. Um, we lost uh, Ginger Baker from Cream, uh, the drummer from Cream. In addition, uh, Bill Withers, uh, of course, who was famous for the song Lean On Me and uh, some other famous songs. 
Robert Parker, uh, maybe not quite as well known, but Robert Parker uh, played in the 50s and 60s with Professor Longhair and Fats Domino, um, and certainly Little Richard, who uh, everybody knows is pretty much the father or architect of rock and roll. And um, one thing that he doesn't get enough credit for, in my opinion, uh, is that he was a big uh, mover in the uh, integration of music, both in terms of the musicians who played together and the fans who came together to hear him because he had uh, such a very broad appeal. And in fact, I believe Elvis Presley called him uh, the greatest. Uh, and I'll tell you another one who we lost, who we, I don't think we've ever talked about this guy on our show, but at some point we should spend a little time focused on him. And that's Dr. John uh, yeah. Mac Rebenek, who is just, in my opinion, one of the great, great great musicians of all time out there. Yeah. And uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, you always have to associate him with uh, Jazz Fest and Mardi Gras and all of that stuff. And in the same vein, Art Neville of uh, Neville Brothers fame. We lost Art this year. Yeah, I was lucky enough to see Dr. John just a couple of years ago in New Orleans in a small, a small venue. Yep, I saw him a few years ago at Jazz Fest. He and Warren Haynes did a, uh, a presentation in the uh, gospel tent, and it was probably one of the most moving gospel events I ever attended, the two of them going at it. It was great. It was really a lot of fun. Um, and I'll tell you who else. Um, Paul Barrere, who was the uh, original bassist of Little Feet, died this year. Right. And Billy we don't Payne spend is still with us. I'm sorry, who? Billy Payne. Yes, Billy Payne is still with us. And, you know, we, we, that's another band we don't spend enough time talking about because, by God, they're they're really good, too. I love Little Feet. And I love those posters of Keith Richards that, with its underneath. It says, still here. Yep, right. Right. <laughs> Surprise. Who would have thought? But yet there he is. And, um, uh, you know, it, it's really amazing. And if you want to really go back to the early days of the dead um, and one of the bands they used to uh, play at the Fillmore with, Quicksilver Messenger Service, Gary Duncan, who was one of their founders and, and uh, lead singers, he passed away this year. So seems to me, Jim, that uh, time is marching on. And, you know, unfortunately, each year brings in names of you know, musicians that we've all known our whole lives. And all of a sudden, here they are reaching that stage in life where they're not around anymore. Kind of scary. Yeah, we lost Levon Helm and John Prine. Right. Oh, God, John Prine, of course. Two other uh, people I got to see, oh, 10 years ago now at Bonnaroo, maybe 15 years ago now at Bonnaroo. Yep. Yep. I always loved John Prine. He was probably, uh, you know, one of the greatest musicians who was practically unknown to so many people. And yet his music and the songs he wrote were so influential and covered by so many people uh, to hear Tedeschi trucks cover um, uh, Angel from uh, um, Montgomery. Is, is just exceptional. Uh, it's a great tune. Uh, they kill it. Susan Tedeschi has the voice for it. Um, but at its root, it's a John Prine song, and it's uh, it, it just was a tremendous example of what he contributed as well. Uh, yeah, he was in bad health for a long time. Yeah. So yep. At uh, Bonnaroo, he did uh, There's a Hole in Daddy's. Yes. And uh, thank you to uh, for Dan for reminding me that uh, uh, for fans of Rock from Up North, uh, Neil Pert, the drummer for um, Rush, passed away this year. Right, and, right. Uh, yeah, Neil Pert. Rush was always yeah, one of those bands. It's been quite that, a year. You know, as people hit their 70s. Rick Ocasek of the Cars. Uh, yep, we lost Rick Ocasek. And uh, for all of you who were uh, big Jimi Hendrix fans from back in the day and may have seen him tour in 1967 when he opened for a band called The Monkees, 
uh, Peter Tork passed away this past year. That's right. He was mm-hmm. one of the one of the original monkeys. So, yes. yeah, what's scary for me and you, Larry, is a lot of these people are only 10, 10 or so years older than us. That's true. You're you're absolutely right. And so, Jim, I, I try to give myself some comfort by thinking that as much as I enjoy going out and having a good time, I don't quite live that hard charging life that many of them led. Although when you get up into your 60s or 70s, what do you got to lose? You might as well just go for it, right? Amen. I, you know, I have a friend who was telling me that he has a, uh, a good buddy who's a little bit older. They've, they become uh, through business and other things, gotten to know each other. And, and his friend is a scotch connoisseur and is sitting on cases and cases of, of, of very expensive old bottles of scotch. And he keeps inviting my friend over to, to drink the scotch. And my friend says, I feel guilty making him open these bottles. And I said, what else is he going to do with them? He's 73 mm-hmm. years old. You got to drink them. Right. Right. So, um, anyway, uh, the pandemic is winding down, uh, Denver and Boulder is opening up. I actually had a beer at a bar last night with my son, Jack, and, uh, he informed me that there was going to be a show in Denver last night. Really? Okay. Can you give us any more details? I can't. I don't know who the band was. I know what bar it is, but I'd rather not say just in case they were not following the rules, but got it. But that's a big, uh, step forward. That we're going it to is. get back into bars and restaurants and they're all flattening. The p- pandemic seems to be dying out, so w- we'll see. <clears throat> yeah, you know what? Um, um, it, it is nice to see, although um, I heard that in Illinois today, the, the, the weekly numbers were a little bit up again. So, hmm. you know, everybody's urging caution. And you know what? Look, it's, it's a balancing act like anything else. Um, you know, and, and it's just a matter of, of, of all of us being smart in terms of what we do. But if we do, there's no reason why we can't, you know, get outside and enjoy the weather and go have a beer with some of our friends. Um, so we do have that. Uh, and of course, uh, Jim, as you and I keep talking about, and I was talking to uh, a, a friend of mine today out in Las Vegas, and he gave me an amazing statistic that in March, uh, the adult use in Las Vegas did about $52 million worth of business. And then in April, when everything in Las Vegas was shut down, all the casinos and hotels were shut down, they still did $43 million worth of business. So if you think about it, it's a, it's a $9 million drop, but you've lost the entire tourist base, which I have to assume or always assumed was the one that was so heavily supporting that industry. But you know, maybe what we're finding out is it's actually the people of Nevada that are, are turning out in droves to support that industry. Yes. And um, as I mentioned previously on last week's show, our Colorado April sales in 2020 were above 2019. It's incredible. So um, our, we've been fortunate that our clients have been able to stay open. Uh, yeah, here too. It's It's been a great thing. Um, you know, again, the only frustration we have in Illinois is We've got about 800 groups sitting out there waiting to find out if they got one of the 75 adult use dispensary licenses. And, you know, here we are, unfortunately, well over a month later from the original announcement date. And we don't even have a new date being identified that we can look forward to. Um, So you can imagine there's quite a bit of frustration with that. And there's not just among uh, the applicants, but there's frustration because there's people out there that are tired of having to wait in line to get into an adult use dispensary and would like to see another 75 come online. And now Chicago's are shut down because of the uh, protesting and rioting. Well, the, 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 the dispensaries that are located downtown in the, uh, in the central downtown business area outside of the loop, because they weren't allowed in the loop, 
Um, and, and to some degree, maybe that's unfortunate because the loop, they actually raised all of the drawbridges across the Chicago River uh, to try and prevent against possible uh, uh, problems in the loop. But yes, uh, certain dispensaries that are located in and around the downtown area uh, were victimized uh, as part of some of the looting that was going on. Um, you know, obviously that's problematic on any level. Um, in the cannabis industry, you know, it, it's always uh, a little bit difficult because we like to think of ourselves at least as being, um, uh, you know, such an open-minded and welcoming uh, industry that really, uh, you know, looks at everybody in, in society as being able to play a role. Um, and yet at the end of the day, uh, some of these dispensaries were victimized. And I saw an article that said they had some problems in, uh, in some of the major California cities with their dispensaries as well. Yes, one of our clients uh, beefed up his security and didn't have any problems, but he's way down in Southern Colorado. He wasn't near a major city. So uh, yeah, out of respect for all the social unrest and the unfortunate killing of- George Floyd. Um, we're gonna probably keep the show a little short. Yeah, and I think that that's appropriate. Um, you know, it, we, we can never lose sight of the bigger picture that's going on in our country. And it's very important to both remember the tragedy and the people whose lives have not even just been touched by it, but for so many people, what this really symbolizes for them. And, uh, you know, it's an important moment for our country. And uh, as you and I always like to talk about, Jim, you know, at least in certain circumstances, not all, but in a lot of circumstances, cannabis has been able to help lead the way people who have otherwise uh, diverse views and backgrounds find a common ground on something that they can all be enthusiastic about. And certainly that'll be the hope here that, you know, as we move forward, we can, uh, we can find a, a way to all come together over that. Yes. So yeah, out of respect, we're going to keep it short, but I would like to have just a brief discussion of the one of the few times that the Grateful Dead touch on race relations in the song Sugary. Yes. You were telling me about now, that. When you study it, and it's, do it's documented very nicely in, in this book called The uh, Grateful Dead Lyrics Annotated. The Jubilee, must have for any the Jubilee was always about when slavery would end. And yes. the was after slavery would fall. And I've been reading a book about Frederick Douglass. I think to close it out, I'd like to read a short paragraph where the Jubilee is mentioned back in 1857. <clears throat> wow. Speech by Frederick Douglass. In 1857, let me find my place, that jubilee will come. You and I may not live to see it, but God reigns and slavery must fall. Unless the devil is more potent than the Almighty, unless sin is stronger than righteousness, slavery must perish. So that's kind of appropriate for all that's going on around here. So listen to Sugar Ree, those lyrics are going to take on a whole different meaning. If that jubilee don't come, maybe I'll meet you on the run. Yep. Yeah, like a, a runaway um, escaping slaves to freedom. Yes. Yes, Robert Hunter was nothing if not deeply poetic and historical all at the same time. Well, that's all I have for today. Jim, uh, a pleasure as always. I'll look forward to uh, hooking up again next week. As always, it seems that there's more topics than we have time to cover. And before we leave today uh, and head into our second year of the podcast, uh, I would like to take this moment to give a special shout out uh, and get well wishes to my good friend, Jake Wellens out in San Francisco. Uh, Jake is the daughter of uh, Andy Greenberg, who's a good friend of the show and my uh, friends from Michigan, Alex Wellens uh, is her husband. Uh, Jake had some surgery the other day. He's bouncing back very nicely. We're getting good reports. 
and I'm happy to hear it. And I have no doubt that uh, he will be able to rely on his mother's uh, business to get uh, products that he needs to help him along uh, and get him to a better place. So shout outs to Jake. Looking forward to getting together with you again. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Tune into a major journey podcast today, where guests take listeners on journeys and immerse themselves in the roller coaster ride both in and out of the cannabis space that brought them to where they are today. Throughout our conversations, guests share valuable lessons that they've learned along the way that listeners can use to empower growth both in their personal and professional lives. Check out A Major Journey today on all major podcast platforms.